Hello and welcome to Treasury Insiders, the podcast series brought to you by Treasury Today and BNP Paribas. This episode focuses on the evolution of e-commerce amidst the backdrop of the global pandemic, as BNP Paribas offer their insights in this space. In this episode, I'm joined by Neil Pan, Head of Payments Transformation and Global Head of Acquiring at BNP Paribas. If you could just first of all talk to me about the evolution of purchasing over the last few months and how your clients have been digitizing their businesses to match the customer journey and to build relationships at distance. Our online sales that increased significantly during the lockdown. And it's very easy to explain because, you know, we've seen drive deliveries, all those new experience and all customer habits being changed significantly. All the shops were closed and you couldn't move. So as a consequence, many consumers started to shop online, some of them for the first time, and to buy their food, to buy whatever clothes. We've seen a huge increase in sports articles at the very beginning of the lockdown. Everybody was buying stuff to do some sports at home. So some of our clients so a huge increase of demand. And uh, as a consequence, uh, I think some of the consumer habits have changed. And I guess some consumers will still go and shop online again. So what have we done on our side? Well, support our merchants and uh, the, the clients who had their store closed. We, we set up a straightforward solution which will accept a link to pay uh, that enables uh, our merchants to cash all payment solutions classic uh, CB uh, in France, but Visa, MasterCard, whatever. And you could do that by email or by, uh, you know, sending a, an SMS. And with this kind of uh, solution, the consumers, they don't have to share their uh, credit card detail online with the phone to anyone, which is not very uh, secure. So with this uh, link to pay offer, we uh, provide a secure solution to pay remotely without any huge burden on the merchant side and uh, it was a big success on our side and we, our merchants were very thankful with this kind of solution so with this solution our clients they managed to stay close to their customers and some of them created a brand new sales channel that was not very open before for instance i'm thinking of merchant they had these can collect uh, idea for months if not years and, you know, it was some, always, uh, you know, a project that would be nice to have, but was always uh, delayed. And with the, the, the COVID crisis, it suddenly became the big priority. And uh, the, the specific merchant, uh, we onboarded like all their stores in France. And uh, we are now onboarding some outside France as well, which is a big advantage of our solution. It has no border. We cover all Europe and we can offer also 300 different payment methods. So uh, it's very convenient to expand this type of solution uh, across all the, the geography of uh, the customers. If we talk a little bit more broadly, I was wondering if there's anything further you could say around the impact that the crisis has had in general on e-commerce and on the digitization of the retail experience. First of all, generally speaking, if you think of uh, you know transactions, we've seen a huge decrease in transactions globally during uh, in March and April, mainly in store. And what we've seen online is that it has almost not decreased, despite the fact that, you know, the activity was uh, being locked down. So the fact is, it changes the habits and uh, the consumer habits will change. 
And for three months, many consumers, they discovered convenience of the online payment purchase with pick and collect, as we've seen, with the drive for the bigger, larger retailers in France. And this is true uh, across generations. And this is what uh, makes me think that uh, this is going to last. It's because it's not only the very, uh, you know, mobile native uh, user that were, uh, you know, uh, using these uh, new channels. It's uh, like all type of people because it was the only remaining uh, way to buy stuff. So as I said, the crisis, it triggered for some of our merchants the sudden need to have uh, all these new channels because it was the only uh, one that was viable and uh, authorized, I would say, at the time. This is a first step to, to me, this, uh, the click and collect, and the, you know, the, the, the way now uh, merchants think of the online sales channel is the first step toward the omni-channel and what we call the, the, the unified commerce experience. It is not only now you need to have a, an online sales channel, but uh, you need more than this. You need to cover the, the user experience of the purchase whenever it comes from. And you need to follow your customer, whether he starts online, then uh, go to a store to get uh, his stuff or to uh, give it back. All those new channels, it's a must-have for all the merchants because it is uh, one way to keep on increasing your sales and which is uh, in the end the service we are trying to, to provide uh, to our merchants is helping them increase their sales. So uh, we, we have built uh, what we call Accepta Unified Commerce, which is our solution that uh, enables merchants to pilot their sales channels. So it allows you to analyze, you know, how many people, how many clients are coming from the online and what do they do then? Do they do to the store? Or if uh, somebody buys something on store, does he uh, want to give it back, you know, from home and, you know, buy the new color or whatever online? And uh, our solution, Unified Commerce, allows our merchant to really optimize the customer experience and uh, maximize the, their sales. Excellent. And um, I was speaking actually yesterday about the impact on the restaurant industry for the future of kind of brick and mortar restaurants, what that will look like. Um, you've mentioned that the stores. What will this mean, do you think, for the future of a brick and mortar stores? I am very, very confident that, you know, they will uh, uh, remain in our landscape because it is still the real experience. And even if your online or digital experience is increasing a lot, the restaurants, I guess you have uh, experience what we call in France Skype apéro or WhatsApp apéro or WhatsApp dinner or whatever, so that, you know, during the, the lockdown, you could still have some uh, drinks with your friend, but across uh, screens. And, uh, well, I have experienced this. Many people have experienced this. And what we've seen is as soon as the lockdown were uh, a little bit, uh, you know, stopped, many people uh, went out and uh, to see their friends and having a real drinks you know, in their life. So to me, it's really uh, one way of seeing that digital experience is increasing. We can do a lot of things, but in the end, people will still go to a, to a store to, to have the real physical experience. And for instance, if you think of retailers, that they still want to see products, try them, compare them. So maybe the experience that you will have in store will be different, meaning you might not buy it as you used to, However, you will still be very happy to uh, enter a shop to see the products and compare them. To give you some figures, 80% of the French, they wish to try the products on shops. And in Europe, uh, 90% of consumers 
they do the transaction in a store. So the habit is uh, very uh, profound and, uh, and still is. And uh, 55 people, consumers, they still consider that the easiest way uh, and the fastest way is to go to a store to buy. It was 70, uh, 10 years ago, but still the shops, they have still a long way to, to go. Having said that, the experience you have on store, it needs to adapt to the digital channel that was not there before. So merchants will have to rethink the experience in the store to reassure consumers, you know, coming from their the, the shopping or groceries, and uh, there will be new way to process a transaction, such as all the contactless transactions and uh, even what we, we have also, uh, uh, the scanning type of purchasing experience. Speaking of the contactless in the shop, uh, this is one way of seeing that the experience is, is renewed. We increased the contactless from 30 euros to 50 euros. So now you can use your contactless card to pay a contactless until 50 euros. And uh, we've seen that it moved a lot of uh, the, the customer habits. As soon as we've done it, it was the 11th of May, I would say that uh, in a few days or few weeks, all merchants and all individuals, they knew they could do it and they used it a lot because it was a response to the, uh, you know, the distance uh, requirement. And uh, this is one way uh, for BNP to accompany their merchants and their clients. The digitalization, it, it also means you know, a reduction in spaces where the consumers could find sample products and uh, once you pay them, then it will be delivered to your door. So you don't need to have in the shop 50 samples uh, of your sneakers so that uh, you know, uh, you don't want to, to be uh, out of uh, product uh, when the new customers come in. And when you do that, it allows you to rethink uh, your shop and uh, probably maybe show more details, show more different products because you don't have to store 15 times the same size. And then the experience is better and uh, it could be also cheaper for the retailers. So, so definitely the brick and mortar remains uh, and will be there for a long time. It will be probably the only channel offering the, the emotional experience for the customers. And so today we, we're talking about virtual reality or augmented reality, but it's still very young technologies and it's still going to take some time before it can match up with the uh, real life experience. Excellent. And then if we think a little bit more small scale, so for local shops who might struggle to have the reach of the, you know, the larger retailers, how can they maintain their relevance and be part of this, as you call it, digitalization journey? I believe that we always be part of our lives. And uh, many sectors, you know, such as you know, neighborhood food, they are very happy. They welcome clients. They build a you know, long-term relationship with clients. And I am uh, among the people who are very happy to, to go to my local a bakery store, so there's still you know a place uh, for them in a new era of uh, of purchase. Having said that, I think the lockdown has been a big, uh, tremendous shock for them. So they need to to reinvent a little bit themselves and probably uh, provide additional services. So as we've done for them, uh, even for local and small stores, the, our Accenta Lick to Pay solution, they we provided uh, even local small shops with uh, this type of click and collect solution even for some with our you know, online module. But one point which is very interesting to me is the, that we started to see what I call local marketplaces. And this is kind of new. So far, when you think of marketplace, 
you think of a, a very large uh, company reaching merchants from you know, worldwide uh, merchants coming from Asia, from the US, from wherever in Europe, and uh, you know uh, being accessible to a very large marketplace. And now with this uh, crisis, we've seen some local marketplace that were gathering you know the local merchant uh, in from a street and uh, i think this kind of uh, new way to address customers is uh, a very good for local shop and is a real new way to, to, to create client relationship and provide new services so i think is angie in france who's done it and uh, so it's a local marketplace gathering uh, shops from i would say the very center of the city and uh, when you go to this marketplace, you can do in one basket your uh, local shopping and pay in only one basket. And then you can decide either you're going to go and just pick up in the store or can be delivered. And when you do that, you, you, uh, you still have the client relationship with the local stores. And uh, I think it's a very good way for small shops or retailers to reinvent themselves. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, and then if we broaden out to think a little bit more about the bigger picture, what does the environment for you look like post-pandemic? The crisis that we went through shone a light on new purchasing habits and the definitive strategic role of the e-commerce and, and I would say the M-commerce. Even more the, the M-commerce because people were at home and uh, they weren't spending uh, you know, hours on their desktop and they spent much more time on their mobile. So it also put in, into light the, the, the role of the stores to, to uh, provide real enjoyable experience. And so it's both the e-commerce and also the importance of the store that were reinforced by the crisis. And it's not really a paradox because it's the, I think it just encourages us to take the measure of what we already knew and that the retail future will happen through both channels and through the the successful implementation of new digital solution into the customer uh, experience and into the shops, into the stores. And uh, what we have also discovered with this uh, crisis is that there is no size to, to address this topic. It's true for small shops and it's true for very large ones. Absolutely. Um, I mean, we've been talking about the payment space, and that's certainly been an area of enormous innovation. But what do you think about the ongoing future of innovation? When people sit down together a century from where we are now, what innovation or invention do you believe will have had the most impact on their lives? I think one uh, innovation which I think can you know, tremendously change everything is uh, the quantum computers, because I think it will force us to, to rethink you know, all our security, all our, uh, you know, the usage of what we do with the current, uh, you know, computer science. So I think it could be a very tremendous uh, change in our lives and it could probably allow the, uh, the real development of uh, artificial intelligence and uh, much more use cases that we can think of now. But I would bet on this one. That was Neil Fan. Thank you to Neil for his time and insights. It was great to hear his take on the development of e-commerce, the effect of lockdowns on this space, and the digitization of the retail industry. To hear more of our Treasury Insiders episodes, and to discover all our other audio content, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from.